What's up, guys? Today on the show, we're bringing on two brothers that play for Tennessee State uh, football team, and we're going to learn about their experience as high school athletes and how that all turned out playing together growing up, what they what they did together as siblings, you know, how they were able to grow together in the sport of football. And now playing at the same college, we're going to hear some experiences that they've had, uh, some of their best games, some of their most influential teammates. And we're going to get some golden nuggets from both of them as well in regards to how to adapt to the college game. You're also going to find out some of the projects that they're working on and learn more about them as human beings. So I'm going to tell you something. You might not know who they are yet, but after this interview, you're going to become fans of both the Green Brothers. This is the Game Time Guru. So, what time is it? Game time. This is the Game Time Guru podcast, where I interview sports figures from all over the world to help deliver a panoramic view on sports. So whether you're a former athlete, one of the crazies, or simply a casual sports fan, this is the perfect show for you as we peel back the curtains and learn from our guests every single week. I'm your host, Shane Larson, and I'm helping you see sports through a different lens. What's up, everybody? Welcome out to another episode of the Game Time Guru Podcast. My name is Shane Larson, host of the show, five and a half years running, currently in 97 countries, trying to get to 100 by the end of 2022. So the way that you guys can all help out with that, if you're listening to this podcast, a simple question that I have for you or a simple task, I should say, just leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. If you guys have an iPhone or an like a Mac or an iPod or whatever you guys are listening to this podcast on, if it's an Apple device specifically, Go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. It helps get the show out to more and more people. That's how we've grown this organically over the last five and a half years. So, you know, I've, I've uh, enjoyed a lot of the interviews that I've had on this show over the last five and a half years, and I always get excited about the types of interviews that we're going to do. Uh, today is actually a first in the five and a half year tenure of the show, and that is introdu uh, introducing two dudes who play on the same team. We'll call them family. Uh, we're going to get to know them a little bit better. We've got Josh and James Green from Tennessee State football team let's go let's hear from both of them so josh and james thanks so much for joining the show thank, thank you for having us. absolutely so who's the older of the two of you guys i am james so from so james how, how much older are you than than two, josh two years two years okay so here i want to rewind the clock a little bit before we even get to tennessee state before we get to the college realm let's yeah. talk about your upbringing and the, and the two of you are you guys the only two in the fam or you got, do you guys have other siblings? Like how did it work with you two growing up? Were you pretty close or were you not close? Like talk to us about your upbringing. I'll let, I'll let James talk about it first as the older sibling. Yeah. So, um, we have a sister, she's in the middle. Uh, so growing up, uh, Josh and I, we was together all the time, training sessions, everything we did, we did together. So our relationship is tight. Like that's, that's my best friend. That's that's my boy. So everything growing up, everything we did was together. Uh, very competitive. We competed with everything. If it was eating, uh, racing to the car, everything we did was a competition. So uh, growing up with Josh has been amazing. And then being able to play with him throughout high school and college has been such a blessing. You know, we're able to feed off each other. We're able to motivate each other. We're able to come together to help the program. So we're able to do put two heads, two heads together and make a lot of things happen. So it's been fun. It's been amazing. So, so Josh, let's hear from your perspective, you know, uh, with your older brother, did you guys get any fights growing up or anything like that? You guys roughhousing all, all around. I mean, you had a sister in the middle. That's crazy, by the way, you had three kids within that short window, but, yeah. um, that's, that's wild. Uh, bless your, 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 your parents, uh, for that. Uh, 
So, so Josh, talk to us about your perspective from it all. James makes it sound like it's all peaches and cream. I want to make sure that's uh, that's actually the case. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, you know how it is being brothers. Definitely, you know, we're not that far apart from each other. So we we did get into a lot of scuffles. But <laughs> we, we had fun with it, too. You know, like how we used to do in the living room. Our parents probably don't know this, but we used to play football in the living room. First, <laughs> first person get to the couch, like, that's a touchdown. So, yeah. you know, growing up, it was a lot of fun things that we did together to help create a bond that was already there but it was it was growing and you know we did like james said we did everything together we trained together we went to practice together we put on the same team and all that so it's like we're together every day of our lives and as you can see we still are so imagine how that is but it, it's a, it's a blessing at the end of the day you know you don't really see that a lot from brothers you don't really see them play with the same team throughout all your life and at the same time we're both good at what we do so that's just something that's rare. You don't see happen a lot. No, that's super dope. Um, I love, I love hearing that. Now, I'll, I'll keep it with Josh for now too. Let's let's hear a little bit more about like where you guys were. Where did you guys grow up? Where'd you go to high school? And like, talk about your high school football experience. Did you guys only play football, or were you multi-sport athletes as well? Just kind of talk about that. I'll let Josh start with that one. Yeah. So you know, um, we grew up in Orlando, Florida. That, that's our hometown. That that's that's where we learn everything that we need to learn at. And then, you know, going on to high school, we actually went to two different high schools, and they both were rivalry high schools. Uh, so okay. our first high school was Dr. Phillips. You know, that that's where James got his shine on that. You know, that's a really competitive, really top-notch high school in Orlando, you know. And I went through a lot of battles my freshman and uh, mid-sophomore year at Dr. Phillips to where it was about me. Is my future here at Dr. Phillips? Do I need to go to another school to showcase my talents that I know I have and I'm able to do? James, you know, he's picking up offers early his, his sophomore year. You don't you don't ever see that. Like you don't really see that a lot. So he's picking up a lot of offers. And I'm just back here thinking about my future. You know, I know what I can do. I know my talent talent is. So we played with Olympia throughout all of our little league years. And the high school coach that was there when James was going to high school wasn't very promising for us. And my parents made a decision to put us into Dr. Phillips. But then going into my Junior year, well, middle of my sophomore year, they just hired the new head coach called uh, Kyle Hayes. And he was a very, very great guy, um, very straightforward. And we seen a, a great, bright future with him. So that's when we made the decision to transfer over to Olympia. And James made the decision to come along with me and keep continuing his high school success. You know, he was already a, a top-notch player. So that that was the, the big change in my life, I can say, was when I transferred to Olympia High School, and then ever since then, it was just it just went up from there. You know, I was able to play free. I was able to start over and build my confidence that I knew I had inside of me. And at the same time, James was able to come over and keep doing what he does. So that was a, a very very long ride in high school. Yeah, that's 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 actually pretty wild. So James, then on your side of that, seems like it to me that would be a tough decision just because you would established yourself on the as a, as a part of that program but also just through high school like you established relationships with friends and who, whomever maybe teachers too i don't know but like you kind of established yourself and then making that move later in your high school career talk to us about that and what went into that uh decision mentally for you uh it was probably the hardest decision i ever had to make um because i built relationships with my teammates like five plus years and we played we went to middle school together like we played through high school together. So making that decision was definitely tough, but I already had offers. Like I already, you know, I already had a foundation set and Josh was looking for that foundation. So 
I was gonna go with my brother. I'm not. I'm always gonna pick my brother. He was transferred to a new high school, a rivalry high school. Didn't want him to go by himself. You know, I already had offers, so I can just go to go to the school and just you know let the things play out how it play out. But that decision was all based on Josh. We needed Josh to go ahead and have a platform because Josh had the talent, but just the relationship between the coaches didn't really pan out well. So Josh transferred, uh, then things went great. You know, Josh got that foundation, he got that platform he needed, and he showcased his skills. But it was definitely a hard decision. And the thing is, once I left, they won. Well, they went to, to the state championship the year I left. So it was it was a tough decision, but it, it played out for the for the best, though. Yeah, for sure. No, what it sounds like to me is like a Netflix series is what it is. Oh, uh, that's it definitely was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, we got All American that's on Netflix and doing its thing there, whatever. Like, I think this is another one of those. So I'll st stay with James real quick as we – I just want to learn a little bit more about high school football in Florida. Like, where I currently reside is in Idaho. Big time difference, okay? I understand yeah. that. Like, I coach high school basketball across the – like, I, I coach AAU, so we travel across the country. So it's always fun for me to see athletes from other states. You know, you got the Florida boys, Kansas, uh, California, Texas, and stuff, and you're like, oh, boy, this isn't Idaho anymore. So, like, I know Florida's built differently. So, uh, James, if you wouldn't mind, talk to us about, you know, some of the the players that you played. What was the the training like playing high school football in, in Florida? And, you know, just like, I guess – what was it like? Was it preparing you for the college game? Did you feel? Oh, uh, it, it definitely did. Just with uh, just being able to compete, you know, college is all about competition, going in and competing every day. So playing high school football in Florida is definitely a, a different type of culture. You just have to be there. Like talent is left and right. Like at, at Dr. Phillips, there's talent everywhere. That's why Josh really couldn't get on the field. It's just talent everywhere. So Playing in, playing in Florida, it definitely uh, helps you learn to to work hard because every athlete's working hard. Really, every athlete's training with the same trainer, you know. So um, you definitely have to get adjusted. Um, it's nothing compared to other states. Florida's its own little world. Like yeah. the competition is crazy. The athletes are crazy, and and really the speed, the training, and then it's hot. So it definitely gets you uh, ready for for college football for sure. No, that's awesome. You know, Josh, as you're going through high school and your your brother is about to graduate, did you ever have any pressure um, being like, hey, you know, James was this, that, the third? Like, uh, you know, did you have any pressure of having to, like, you know, live up to those expectations with the family name as you were coming up the ranks yourself and building that platform in high school? I had a friend of mine who, stellar basketball player, unbelievably played with me all through high school. And his younger brother, super talented too, but just wasn't at that level. And I just remember him one time telling me, like, it was hard growing up behind my, my buddy. He's like, growing up behind him as my older brother, it was awesome to look up to him. But then everybody expected me to be that exact same player, and I just wasn't. Um, so I just wanted to know from your perspective, because like James just said, it, that's talent all across the board in Florida. Um, and I just wondered if, if, if there was any additional pressures and how you responded to those, if there were. Yeah, I mean, um, my early high school years, I feel like, it wasn't so much of a pressure thing. It was like, does the coaches want me to be a hard-hitting safety like James is? Because that's not who I am. You know, I'm a finesse type of safety, a coverage type of safety. So it's like, I don't know if they see me for what I really, for what I really were. And I, I was in James Shadow. I can say that my freshman year, I was for sure in James Shadow, you know, everybody always expected how James came in his freshman year. He set the tone by being a hard-hitting person. That's not me. So that's that's what they expected coming in. And since they didn't get that, you know, who knows how it went in their meetings. But once we both transferred to Olympia, it wasn't a, 
living up to the expectation thing. It was just both of us going to play a game. I mean, once I started playing in the spring at Olympia, James and I, it, we we created our own brand for ourselves. Like it it was not oh this is James and Josh James' little brother Josh. Nah, it was like the Green Boys here and they and they ready, you know. And once James graduated, you know my foundation was already set. Uh, I was already good, you know. I was doing what I have to do taking care of business. Everything was set. It was it was it was perfect. And you know once James went off to college, I was able to commit before my first game of my season to the same school. So it was like the foundation is is getting set for us for college now. I'm just, you know, doing how I'm doing high school to finish it out. So the pressure wise, once I got the Olympia and I was able to get my confidence going and flow and everything, it wasn't too bad. It was just both of us going on the field and play. And if you was at Olympia or at any of the schools that we played, you can see how we both played together. And it was it was crazy. It was fun to watch actually. I love that. No, I love hearing that. That's awesome. I'm glad that happened for you guys and, and worked out perfectly for you. So one thing I did not ask or like explain here on the show yet, I'll let you guys do it. So I'll, I'll stick with Josh is the positions you mentioned safety, safety, like, so what positions did you play in high school together? I guess is the, we just want to clarify for the listeners here. All right. So when we first came to Olympia, the plan was both James and I play safety. <laughs> you know, that, that didn't go as planned. You know, we had to spread the talent around, get everybody on the field that's needed. So James ended up being an outside linebacker, which he was great at. You know, he's a, a hybrid safety anyways. Um, so I, I still play safety, and I was playing safety uh, in high school. And James, he, you talk about your position, James. Yeah, so um, in high school, I was safety. I played safety all, all three years until I got to my senior year. And I had to get moved into the box because, like Josh said, we had to spread the talent around. Uh, we didn't have a linebacker. So I had to go play in the box. But it kind of played out for me pretty good because uh, – I have knowledge of safety and I have knowledge of being a linebacker. So I'm not considered like a hybrid because I can go in the box, outside the box, go play man to man on the tight end or a slot. So I pretty much do everything, but I play linebacker, outside linebacker. Okay. That's dope though. The green boys. I like that. So, so James, when you went, in, went over to college, right, you go to Tennessee state, I'm assuming like this is where you committed and you went over there. Can you talk about the transition from playing high school football in Florida, which is very, very high level, some of the highest level football that you can have, to the college game because I don't think people realize the transition that's actually there. I'm sure you were prepared for it, but was there anything that like caught you off guard? Like, Whoa, this is different. Like maybe it's academics. Maybe it's yeah. the actual grind of, of college athletics. I don't know, but do you, what can you explain that the transition to? Yeah. Um, oh man, it's, it's a lot and it's so complex. Um, what, what kids don't understand is man, time management is so key. Like in high school, you had your parents wake. If you didn't wake up on time, they'll come and wake you up. College, you don't have parents to come wake you up. You you got to go be a man. You got to take responsibility, set your alarm clock. Okay, you got to go eat breakfast at this time. Or I got to go uh, to a meeting. So that time management uh, played a big part and also running. I mean, you you can't prepare for the running. Uh, the running was <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. So the running definitely was a transition. Uh, time management. Um, I'm not necessarily going to say the competition. I'm just going to say football is way more complex. You got to be a student of the game in college. You know, in high schools, cover two, cover three, but now it's cover four, different things, different stunts, blitzes. So there's a lot of things you got to you gotta go in your playbook. You got to study. Um, and then the workouts, uh, that's more of a mental thing, you know, when you when you come to college, you got to mentally change. You got to adapt. You can't keep the same mental as you did in high school. So um, your mental has to change. Um, and then the game gets a lot faster. The the speed 
the plays, uh, just the game itself gets a lot faster compared to high school. Because high school, I mean, you just see ball, get ball. But in college, you gotta you gotta do an assignment. You gotta know that okay, well, the D tackle got a stunt, so I gotta go outside. So there's a lot of things that play into it. You just gotta become a student of the game. You gotta love the game. No, that's awesome to hear. That's that's crazy though. Like there is an adapting period. I think a lot of from what I've seen, a lot of kids who come from the high school level and even into the junior college level of sports, like they struggle. And a lot of it, I love that you said time management. I think that's a huge piece right there. That could be a very big problem for a lot of them. And some people just don't adjust well when they come out there and the talent level. I mean, talent probably in Florida is pretty, pretty high, but like when you go to the college level, like everybody's good um, at, at their stuff. So it's a competition every day. I just don't think people are ready for it or the mental side of things. Everything you said right there is like golden nuggets. Now, Josh, as you were watching James for the first few years of his college career and, and kind of learning from him and you had committed to Tennessee State, you, you knew where you were going to be going um, right at the beginning. You said before your senior year, right before the senior started. Now, when you went to college, did you feel like you were pretty well prepared because you had your, your older brother to kind of see what was ready to, to hit you or were you kind of caught off guard still even? Yeah, you know. Once you go to college, it's still going to hit you. Either way, it's still going to hit you. Like, for example, um, when I first came to college and going into fall camp, we had the uh, the, the run test, conditioning test. Oh, man, that, that hit me so hard. Like, Talk to me. What, what, what was that all about? You guys keep mentioning running. So what's what's the running? What is I'm, it? I'm just going to tell you this story. I remember uh, we was running. <laughs> and I remember we just got done running. And I turned and I was looking for Josh. It's his first time running, first conditioning test. So I'm, I'm making sure the little bro's okay. So I remember I looked at Josh. He's over there just shaking his head. He's dog tired. I'm talking about I've never seen him like that. So that's what hit him. That It hit him that day. That was his, like, wake-up call to college. Because conditioning test. tests are different, you know. Um, that was part – going to my friend's part of the hard conditioning test, I did. <laughs> and it, it it was bad. <laughs> so it, it, it messed up. And, you know, like, like James said, um, going to college, adapting – it, it really messes with you mentally. Like you really do have to change how you are mentally because definitely your freshman year or when you hit adversity, it will mess you up really bad mentally. And you have to find a way, find a small hole to, to, to get through. And, you know, that's, that's really what it is. It, your mental has to be so, so good and you have to be able to take a lot of criticism in college. But I mean, at the end of the day, it is football, you know, um, talent wise, I mean, it's talent. Like, like we come from Florida. We came from a lot of talent. We we trained literally with the the top guys around. So it's like the talent's gonna be there. But one thing I can say is, which changed a lot for me. What I didn't understand. I'm pretty sure a lot of safeties can relate. In college, you have to be very smart at safety. You know, in high school, you just play the post. In college, you have to be very smart at safety, and you have to be very loud. So that's gonna be a big transition. That's the a big reason why a lot of guys were playing in front of most guys is simply because they know the playbook. They're very smart. They know how to communicate. So that's really the big change. The physical talent, I mean, that's everywhere. No, that's crazy, dude. It makes me sick thinking about running, by the way. I freaking hated conditioning. Even in high school, I hated conditioning for football. Wearing a helmet when you're, you got a headache, you're just uh, pissed and puking <laughs> through your face mask. And it's it's all gross. Everything's gross, dude. Yeah. Basketball, you're puking in the trash can. And everybody, the coach is telling you, okay, well, come on. You got it out now. Let's go. Like, <laughs> okay, hold on. It's like, yeah, it's wild. So that makes me like that. Oh, that's tough. But so, so Josh, as you get there and you're, you're transitioning to the, you know, the new college game that your older brother has already been kind of adapting to for the last few years, you're getting set and everything. 
Um, do you have any advice for the young athletes in regards to how to get up? Like you mentioned, there's peaks and valleys. There's a mental thing that you have to do, but like, how do you actually get up the next day and say, okay, and now this is, this is what I do. This is my new lifestyle that I'm going to have to adapt to. Like, is there something that you would tell the younger athletes out there to say, Hey, this is how you actually get up every day, even though it sucks. I mean, don't, don't take it too personal. I can say off the rip. I mean, you, you signed your letter of intent to go to that school and you're you're waking up to do something that you chose to do that that's not something you have to do so um you know just just, just grind just just wake up and, and attack the day i mean at the end of the day everybody else is doing it in the country so you're not doing nothing that nobody else is doing and it's not like it's it's you're you're being punished or anything you chose to do this so you know you just really just have to get up and and everybody's different you know whatever helps you start your day every day i feel like you should really take use of that like for some reason, I'm different, you know. I like wake up and listen to slow jams. That helps me start my day. It helps me create a nice, calm, peaceful mind to myself. And you know, you just just find that 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 one thing that helps you wake up every day. And I'll just just go attack the day. That's the main thing I could tell somebody that's going to college. I love that. Yeah. Now, James, I wanna I wanna talk to you for a second too. Like you guys are, you know, dogs on the field, but I wanna know how you prepare. Like, how do you mentally prepare and physically prepare for the demands of a season? Um, so now that you've got all the experience last few years playing college football, like, you you know the demand. So how do you personally prepare mentally? Do you listen to slow jams? Do you have a certain play? Like, do you listen to motivational speeches? Do you listen to Enya? Like, or do you not even care about music? Like, what do you do to mentally and physically prepare for the demands of a season? Uh, For the season, slow down. You know, there's a lot of things that's going on in the world. There's a lot of things that I do day to day, but it's all about calming the mind, you know, not try to balance too much going on. Right now, I'm, yeah, I'm worried about the season, but I'm focused on training. Like I'm trying to do certain goals I want to meet, uh, certain things I want to do. So right now I'm just focused on training. I'm not necessarily focused on the season because when you think about the season, you start thinking about who you're playing and you get you start thinking about the wrong things you don't need to worry about right now. I, right now I'm just focused on each where I take each day, day by day focus on each workout. So that's how I, that's how I do it. Um, I don't necessarily listen to music or anything. I just calm my mind, focus on one thing at a time. No, that's, that's important. I think it's hard for a lot of people these days to do that because there's like 5 million things happening. You got social media, you got a million different things happening. And so to just be able to focus on like one thing at a time and take things one step at a time, it's a gift. And I think it's a skill that you have to acquire, but if you can do that, obviously, you know what you're doing. You've been in the game for a while. You kind of know like that helps you. So I'd encourage anyone listening to this right now, take notes again, like always take notes about what, what our list or what our guests are saying. So, you know, James, uh, I want to know about so far in your college experience, what's been your favorite game that you've played in and why? Gotta say Mississippi state, the game we played, we played them last year and just simply the, the atmosphere, that sec atmosphere, the, the environment, the, the, the game day, Cowbells, there was it was cowbells <laughs> the whole game. So, man, just and then playing on that platform with that exposure, uh, it was it was great. I have to say Mississippi State. Um, but then there's a run up Jackson State playing against Deion Sanders, someone I watched growing up as a kid. I remember going out uh, for coin toss. They had cameras. I seen Deion Shador, the eighty thousand people uh, loud, the bands playing. So. Um, Definitely Jackson State too, but I'm probably gonna go with that Mississippi State. Just having that opportunity to play against a, a SEC opponent and be able to produce, like I made plays, had a great game. So, so Mississippi State for sure was probably the best. 
Those are two wild ones too. Just <clears throat> Deion Sanders. I mean, as a as a Cowboys fan, which I am, you know, prime time was during my younger days when I was like seven, eight, nine years old. And so like, it just reminds me of my childhood when I see Dion, cause he was with the Cowboys during that run. And that's wild. But I want to ask you the follow-up to that. Is the SEC all that it's hyped up to be? Uh, that's a trick question, but, um, and no, nah, it is, uh, just, I'm going to say the trenches, uh, the O line, uh, across the board, six, six, four, six, five, you know? So, uh, the interior is definitely bigger, but, um, I'm gonna say the speed is definitely they're, they're definitely a lot faster. But football is football, man. Once you once you get on get out on those white lines, man, you have a job, you have an assignment to do. Go play hard, go play fast. You know, size never really mattered to me. You know, football is football. Someone got to go hit somebody at the end of the day. You know, I'm gonna be the one to do it. So, uh, I mean, it is hyped up to what it can be, but I can definitely see myself playing on that level. So. Oh, totally. I love that. No, I think that's awesome. The reason I asked that too is because as a Boise State alum, I'm obviously pretty well connected with a lot of the Boise State players. If anybody follows college football, Boise State's had this like run before where they they, they typically will play some big teams. They've won a couple big games, you know, in, in the in the past. And so they always have that like underdog mentality. But, uh, you know, they always ask like, I've asked them before, like when you guys matched up against like Oklahoma in, in the Fiesta Bowl back in 2006, 2007, the infamous like Statue of Liberty play. Um, I was at that game, which was awesome. But anyway, when, when they matched up against them, I was like, what did you guys think about that? Like Derek Schumann tied in. I was like, what were you thinking about going against Oklahoma's line? And he's like, dude, they were big boys. And that's not even the SEC. So it's like, there's just big boys all around. But he's like, he said something very similar to you. He's like, when you get out there, once you actually get on the field, you're like, okay, I can match with these guys. Yeah, they're bigger. But like at the, at the end of the day, you, you got to play football. So it's interesting to hear you say that because you've played against the SEC. Now, yeah. Josh, I got a question for you. Is there? Let's hear about your favorite experience so far through the college realm, and what and what makes it your favorite experience. Yeah, um, b- before I answer that question, I want to add on to what James was saying about like how we we play state and how the SEC is. I mean, it. I feel like that's just something that if you're a player that hasn't played in the SEC, it'll, it'll be something to get used to. But it once once you like James said, once you're on the field and everything, it's nothing too crazy that will shock you. The only difference is the speed. The speed was faster, but it just I feel like we're not used to the SEC speed. It's just something you have to get used to and play every week, just like they play a SEC team almost every week. So it's something to get used to. When you come to OVC, that's going to be something you have to get used to because of different stuff in the OVC that other conferences doesn't do. So that's just, I would say, the main difference is. But um, my favorite moment, I would say, in my class so far would be Austin P in 2019, I believe. So I can say that was the game where people actually seen me for who I am and actually considered me as the future for sure. Um, had a great game, you know, Austin Peay's a rivalry for us. And towards the end of the fourth quarter, one of the last few drives, I was able to secure an interception in the end zone to help seal the deal. So after that game, newcomer of the week, it, the accolades started rolling in. So that was the game I could say was a breakout game for me. And, why 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 not like that that has to be somebody's favorite moment when you have a breakout game like that where you're able to show the fans not just your team the fans that's watching the game and outside on social media etc of what you can do that just that's a blessing and that that really helped me help push me forward for every game after that 
I think that's awesome. Yeah, that's freaking rad. I can imagine that's super dope. So, Josh, who who is like your most influential teammate? Let's let's leave your brother out of it for now, just for the sake of this, and maybe and 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 say like somebody else if you can think of somebody who's been your most influential teammate, whether it be college or high school or pee wee league, whatever we want to talk about. But why were they your most influential teammate? So that other athletes can listen to this and understand what makes an influential teammate, what makes a leader. Yeah. I would have to say I'm I'm gonna have to give you a few. It's it's not just one. Um A B, who who's a linebacker for Tennessee State, he he took me in. He basically was my mentor. You know, he gave me all the all the tips that I should that I should use in high school. Not high school, I'm sorry, in college and off the field, not just on the field. And uh the Jordan Nesbeth, he really showed me the the clues I should look for on the field while I'm playing to slow the game down for me. Um, Vincent Sellers, he gave me the he gave me the tool just to go out there and just play, just just be you. Like you're you're from Florida, like they they brought you here because you're from Florida to play early. So go out there and act like it, you know. So all all and it's it's more guys, but those three main guys that helped put me together and mold me really helped me a lot throughout college. I love that man. I love it. So James, since you're you know. You've got a lot of experience. You're coming down towards the end of the the college realm, and I want to kind of know. I know you're taking things step by step, right? You said one day at a time, one one thing at a time. But do you have goals and aspirations to continue playing football, or are there other other things that you want to do moving forward with with uh, your life after the college days do end? Oh, I definitely have aspirations to play at the next level. That's that's my goal, and that's uh, that's what I'm chasing. So I, I definitely have aspirations, but I know football doesn't last forever. It, it doesn't not for anybody. So um, I want to become a sports psychiatrist. Um, I'm really, I, I really, uh, I'm really invested in, into to kids younger than me because a lot of kids don't understand the mental. They don't understand how powerful your mind is. Um, and some kids don't have role models. Some kids grew up with just a, a single mother. So um, I want to come back and work with TSU football, become a sports psychiatrist so I can be there for football players who's, who's going through hard times, who don't know who, don't know how to, to do certain things who are lost, and I want to kind of be there and guide them and give them the knowledge I learned and give them the information I, I learned in college and pass it on to them. So that's what I want to do and open Yo, up my own practice one day. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I, I think that's super cool. Whenever that day comes, right? Like I'm not saying, hey, football days are over. Like what, what you're going to keep playing until until the wheels fall off, right? But yeah. that's the, the ultimate goal in the end if – you know, if you could go back and, and give back, I've spoken to a couple of sports psychologists, sports psychiatrists on the show. Uh, one up in, uh, who, where is that? Chicago, Sarah Meister. I've had Lisa Bonasumi. I had Trevor Moad, rest in peace, but he was Russell Wilson's mental consultant, had him on the show. Like mm-hmm. pretty, pretty important job uh, that is now becoming more and more, I guess, prioritized throughout uh, college athletics and professional athletics, the mental side of things. Cause I think more people are realizing the importance of having one of those people on staff. So that's a huge, like profession to have like a, a good skill set to have. And if that's something that you're passionate about, that's going to be a big, big thing here in the next two, three years. So that's wild. I love it, man. Um, I want to get your guys' opinion. So I'll ask both of y'all start with James and I want to get Josh's opinion too. The next level of football, everyone thinks of the NFL, which is obviously the ultimate goal for most people. Right. Um, but currently the U S is trying to adapt new styles of things. The XFL was in place. COVID hits. USFL is here. They've tried these other leagues that give these guys an opportunity to one, get paid a decent wage, and then two, get some exposure and footage and film and stuff and get game like reps so that they can continue to try to make their way to the NFL. But I want to know your guys' thoughts. So, so James, the USFL, the XFL, I mean, these types of leagues that they're trying to do in the US, 
what are your thoughts on those? Do you think that's a good, important thing to have outside of just these indoor football leagues that, that they have at the next level that everyone's popping up? Like, what's your thoughts on those professional leagues? I think it's a great idea. Uh, why not give uh, athletes another platform to play on? You know, everybody's not promised the NFL. So with the, the XFL and then um, the USFL, it gives athletes another shot at playing professional football. Um, and then with the NFL makes so much money, why not start uh, other leagues, you know? So I think it's a great, uh, a great idea. Uh, it definitely gives people another chance to play football. You know, people love football. Everybody loves football, so it gives chance to give people a chance to play play professional football, and that just not at the NFL, but other levels. Totally. What about you, Josh? Yeah, you know, I could agree with what James said. You know, I feel like as long as you have the right marketing strategies going into creating a new league, then it's fine. You know, the USFL is doing great. They all have different. Each league has something different that NFL doesn't have, and I feel like that's also a unique thing to bring to every league. And I, I mean, I don't really see any leagues. You know, the XFL COVID hit, but other than that, like James said, everybody loves football. I don't really see any leagues having a a fall from creating it. I mean, I always will see positive coming out of creating a new league. Definitely the arena. The arena league is doing great right now. You know, it's a lot of guys that that we seen back at, at in Orlando that's have another chance to play football, play professional football, and that's always great to see. So, totally, I, I'm a big advocate of having those leagues. I um. I don't know. I, it, it bothers me how the NFL has monopolized things a little bit. They've taken over the industry. They have so much money raking in, and they put a lot of limitations. When the AAF came out a couple of years ago, that was the first one before the XFL. Like it folded, but it was tough because a lot of these guys on the NFL they couldn't make NFL practice. You couldn't play if you were on a practice squad with the NFL or under contract. You couldn't play in those leagues at all to get game like reps or anything of that nature. Like they have a lot of contractual obligations with the NFL. But I, I like that they're trying they're starting to make change. I think it's huge because you're seeing these guys, the, the sport of football, that's the only sport in the US that is like that. Because everywhere else, basketball has other options with the G League, but they also make a lot of money overseas. Football doesn't make a ton of money overseas. Basketball and baseball and soccer, they make tons of money overseas on all of those sports. But football is like the one sport that's like America's favorite sport, but they have less options in the US for the professional level. It just boggles my mind. So I'm I'm glad to see that they're making those changes because I think there's a lot of talent out there, man. Like, there's a lot of talented football players that aren't that are not in the NFL. That's what I gotta say. There's a lot because the NFL only has X amount of roster spots and practice spot spots. Right. So you guys had mentioned earlier, prior to the recording, merchandise. So this is my opportunity to kind of learn about what you guys got going on now. Like college athletics, they started the NIL deal last July. So it's almost been a full year that that's been open to to college athletes. So I want to give you guys a chance. I'll start with Josh. We'll kind of hear a little bit about you guys and like what you guys have coming down the pipeline that maybe we can do to support you guys through your, your athletic journey. Yeah. You know, um, stay tuned for announcements about our new merch coming out. Um, our agent, Zach Gordon is doing a great job getting our logos created so we can put our merch out there before the season starts. And that would be great going into the season to have our merch out and also a website coming out soon. And then you can also follow me on, on my Instagram, J six R E E N period underscore. And then you can follow James and us, both Green Brothers page, official Green Boys. And yeah, you know, just stay tuned for announcements. We always have, it's always something Jay and I have going on that nobody expects. So just stay tuned for that. I love it. James, anything to add on to that, man? Man, he hit it on the head, man. Uh, we got a lot of things coming down the pipe. Me, Josh and I are always up to something, you know, we're always doing something great. So we got a lot of things coming down the pipe. Uh, just stay tuned. And, um, and yeah. 
So sick. I'm, I'm going to put the, the Instagram links here below so that everybody in the, in, that are listening to this on your podcast platform, make sure to go check those guys out, go follow you guys. So I'm assuming it's on the Instagram platform that you guys will announce when the merchandise is coming out. Right. Yes, sir. So that we can all cop some stuff there from you guys. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So yeah. my last question for y'all, I'm going to take one at a time. I want to know for the listeners, listeners want to know the biggest life lesson that football has taught you. So starting with James, if you think about it, what's the biggest life lesson that, that football has taught you and why? Ooh, mm. that's a great question. Um, nobody cares. You know, no one cares if you're hurting. No one cares if you're going through stuff. The real world doesn't care. You know, you got to get up and work every day. You got to find that reason why, like Josh said earlier, you got to find that reason why to get out of bed. If you If you come from a bad background, do it for them. If you if you love your parents, do it for them. You know, find out reason why. Because in the real world, no one cares. No one cares if you're stuck in traffic late for work. You know what I'm saying? So that's probably the biggest lesson. Uh, and then time management, like I said earlier, that's that's so huge. You gotta you got time is valuable. You gotta take advantage of your time. So yeah, yeah. Jane Louis, to what I was gonna say. Um, if I can if I can say something else, I would say. It's a business. I mean, it's a business. You will go through a lot of challenges in in this football industry that I want to call it, and it's how you it's how you handle the adversity that that comes to you. Like everybody, every football player, I don't care how good you are, how far you make it, you went through a lot of adversity. This my college career, I went through so much adversity, and I don't seen my teammates go through so much adversity more can, than I can even imagine. That messed me up mentally, but it's how you it's how you attack it. It's how you handle it. It's how you strategize. Football is your own resume. How are you going to build your resume in the football industry? Ooh, that's huge, dude. Now, I appreciate both of you for sharing that insight. And again, I will remind everybody who's listening to this, rewind that, take some notes on that. I think it's so important to hear from people who are in the thick of it right now. Like, it's cool to hear from people who have played in the past and whatnot, and they got, they've got stories to tell but you guys are in the thick of it right now. Like, you know, what's going on right now. So that's helpful for these young athletes, the parents included and the coaches that they're, you know, the younger generation coaches, they need to hear that. They need to understand what these athletes are going through at this particular point in their lives. So, uh, but that being said, Josh, James, the green boys, I appreciate you guys uh, for joining us here on the show and being willing to share your story. And uh, I look forward to, to watching you guys throughout the rest of this season and, and just moving forward in your career. So, got a fan in me i just appreciate you guys joining us and being willing to share your stories appreciate you for having us yes sir absolutely for all the listeners out there one more reminder make sure to leave us a review on apple Podcasts, and we'll be coming to you next week with another interview take care guys thanks so much for listening to another episode of my show now if you could go and do me a favor head over to itunes give me five stars and leave me a review it'd be greatly appreciated thanks guys appreciate your support